Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, everyone, and welcome once again to History Dweebs. I am Tim. And the topic of our podcast today is the Greenbrier Ghost. Uh, it's a um, story about a woman, a young lady who was murdered, and um, her spirit uh, apparently appeared to her mother, and um, the testimony was actually entered into the court record as evidence, and it resulted in a conviction. So we're going to talk about that kind of a neat little story, but before we do... We'd like to welcome you again to History Dweebs, and um, I'd like to introduce our panel. First, I have the very uh, lovely and talented uh, young Brittany to my left. How are you today, young Brittany? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. Do you have anything going on in your life that's exciting right now? You washed your hair. I washed my hair today. Yeah, it looks lovely. Thanks. Um, nothing too exciting yet. Okay. But so I'm excited to talk about this story today. Yeah, it is a kind of a cool story, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And we're also joined um, by the very, um, well, Pause. there's really no words to evil? describe her. No, no, no. I'll say evil. Evil? I'm thinking more. Um, Hostile? Intelligent? No. Wise? Thank you, baby. I was thinking more. Um, Ferocious? A pretty much average person. Brandy. <laughs> no, no, I gotta say she above it. You guys, that's not nice. That's what? She's average? You're you're hurting her, her self esteem. She don't have self esteem oh, yeah. feelings or anything else. She's not Yeah, I don't I don't think the there's anything that we of this world. <laughs> How are you, Brandy? Fuck you, Tim. <laughs> okay. I want it noted the first person to swear on this particular podcast was Brandy. It always is. No. Well, anyway, Brandy, no. She's a very talented young lady. How are you, uh, Brandy? Let me say that in a in a more um, convincing way. Convincing way. Um, you're the highlight of my day. How I see you is the highlight of my day. How are you today, Brandy? <laughs> Well, Tim, I wore open-toed shoes, so you need to keep the bullshit to a low. <laughs> and I'm fine. Thank you. And Isn't that a dress code? It violation? is. I it brought is it, not I, a dress code I brought it. I brought it up earlier. You quit wearing bras, wet pants, or does anything go around? Yep. I'm wearing my Speedos in here. <laughs> 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 Got him yeah. Good morning. I think the person who wrote the... Uh, 
dress code policy had a foot fetish because all these women are running around with open toe mm. shoes. And I think it's sick. It's crazy. There's nothing it's crazy. more gross than toes. Oh no, I'd like me a good toe now and again. Uh, Where do you like that toe at? Some women got some pretty feet now. You only don't like feet if you have ugly feet. Yeah. There's no, every foot is ugly. I have pretty feet. I have pretty feet. Yep. Okay, well, so if you're interested in photos, pictures of Brandy or Brittany's feet, uh, write us at it. We will send you their feet, yeah. 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 It's, it's well, a, we'll send you As a fundraiser, it's uh, what, $2, $2, a, a, $2 a picture. Is a fundraiser. $2 a tell. It's for the children. Yeah, man. We, oh, let's share for the children. Yeah, for the, for the children. For sick kids. Please don't dying. ask about my feet. Are they yeah. my teeth? No, they're great. Okay, well then you know I to, my feet are just like I have like I have to buy my shoes at the training men's store because my feet are just huge. Oh, I need wide ones too. But they're not too. ugly. They no, they're not ugly. They're cute as shit. Yeah. But yep. I have to. But after you know, children, they I believe grow. we could probably wear my I, shoes. We can't for ourselves. I think, so. I think they're too. I think <laughs> our feet look too nice. small. I think Chuck has lovely feet. I I have been uh, you know uh, until last year we went on vacation. I had never in my life wore a pair of uh, flip-flops. Mm-hmm. What? No. Oh. That doesn't make sense. That's, I, I don't understand like what look. you just I said. I did not like the look of a man walking down the street with flip-flops. Plus, how you going to fight somebody in flip-flops? Oh, I, did, I don't know. I, now, I have seen you in Crocs. I do not. I ain't ever put a pair of Crocs on in my whole life. Oh, men should be slapped for that. Okay, so as you can hear, I'm also joined by the very distinguished, uh, honorable... Uh, multi-talented Colonel Charles Beauregard Hawk <laughs> Waters the third, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? Well, to me, I'm lovely today. I'm hoping uh, <clears throat> I, I want to give a quick shout out All right. to my friend Dottie Scott. I hope she had a lovely birthday yesterday. Yes, her birthday, and she was very. Hi, Daddy. Did, did Daddy. She, she was very happy that you guys gave her a shout. Did you go over and visit your mama? No. You rat son of a bitch! I, I texted her. I texted her. Well, that's almost the same. Sick. Yeah. Well, I, t- I, I t- uh, look. I took a I took a selfie and I texted it. And no, the woman's been on this earth a oh, long for time. Sake. That you if, to had I known your boy wasn't going to show up at a project. You know what I did? I I I took a piece. I took a piece of paper. I wrote "Happy Birthday" on it. Held it up. Took a selfie and then so texted. Like you were in France or basically something. Basically, you did what. So the least amount of effort is what you do. I think, oh, yeah. so I, think my, I was efficient. I think my four-year-old did the same thing for my yeah. birthday. Okay, but anyway, um, you have another shout-out. I got a shout-out, too. We gave one yesterday, but we're going to give it again because the poor man had to, had to raise two daughters. He listens to our show. Um, I've seen pictures of Brittany's sister. I've seen Brittany up close. They're both lovely, lovely girls, and I pity a man who has pretty girls. Um, you know, me having the three boys and, and the girl, but luckily the girl lesbian, I ain't gonna worry about it. Really? But, <laughs> We're doing that. Um, anyway. You're outing your child on... Uh, yeah, she's been coming out for a long time. All right. Um, but anyway, Bill, we feel you, Payne. You raised... You ra- I, I, I don't know your sister, but I know you raised a fine, fine young girl here in Brittany. She's very talented. She's, she's Hi, Dad. just a wonderful girl. And and we're going to give a shout-out to that special shout-out to Brittany's half. Oh. 
Because Brittany just has listening. exceptional hands. Actually, <laughs> it's what I said. It's, it's listening. listening. Isn't it glistening? It is good. It's no, it's like listening. Glistening. Listening. Listening. Oh my God! Deaf as a post. It can hear you. Well, I was going to give a shout out to your haircut. No, too. you weren't. I was too. No, you yeah, weren't. I was too because everybody. I, well, it's a lovely haircut. I like it, but we need more blue in it. Yeah, you we need, need some highlights because it does. It just doesn't say. It just doesn't flow. The nice haircut, devil. You know, she she was complimented yesterday when we said she was matronly. She was. Yeah. No. I, I heard a podcast, and we said you you would make a good prison. Yeah, and you were like, "Hell yeah!" yeah. Well, that's true. I would. Yeah. I'm okay. Okay. See, because I try to ignore you people. Oh, but anyway, no, no you're right. Can you engage in? Because you're mean. For fuck's sake, you're playing Candy Crush while we're trying to do a podcast. Because you're mean to me. No, you're. But you both have lovely hair. Standing your participation. And uh, excuse me. Yeah. Did you have more? I conditioned this morning. Yeah, you have. Sure, you did. It doesn't look, doesn't look nearly as greasy as it usually does. That's right. Good job. Okay, so shout out to Bill. Shout out to my mom. Shout out to uh, also a special shout out to Jay uh, in Indiana. Jay Cutler. He, no, not Jay Cutler, but he is from Cutler, Indiana. He left us a very nice comment on um, the our Facebook page and says he listens to our podcast and uh, really enjoys it. So thank you, Jay. We. Appreciate you listening. Thanks, Jay. Thank you, Jay. So, um, today's topic, as I said, is the Greenbrier Ghost. It's a true story. Um, so, it's not like uh, we're doing like real paranormal stuff, but it's an interesting story. Um, the Greenbrier Ghost is the name given to alleged ghost of a young woman in Greenbrier County, West Virginia, who was murdered in 1897. Her name was Elva Zona Hester, and she went by Zona. Um, initially, uh, the murder uh, was judged to be uh, was ju- the death was judged to be by natural call- causes, but the court later declared that uh, she had been murdered by her husband. Murdered. Fo- murdered. Following testimony by the victim's mother, in which the victim's mother claimed that her daughter's spirit. Um, revealed the true cause of her death. So, mom was visited by the daughter's ghost. The ghost of Christmas past? Uh, yeah, she was visited by the ghost on, I think, four occasions. Um, Elva Zona Hester, Easter, uh, was the murder victim. She was born in Greenbrier County, uh, West Virginia, sometime around 1873. The records are not really clear on that, but... Um, there's almost nothing known about her early life other than the fact that she was brought up near Richland, Virginia, or West Virginia, and that um, she did give birth to a child uh, out of wedlock in 1895, so she would have been 22 oh, years old. Oh, Wow. <laughs> I don't think she should be, we should uh, judge her, but at the time, of course, that was a big deal to have a child out of Ooh, wedlock. Scan- it was done scandal. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel scandalized. Yeah. So, but in um, so, but in 1895. So she had a baby in 1895, and in 18 October of 1896, she met a drifter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's probably what happened in 1895 too. But in 1896, she met a drifter by the name of Aramis Stribling 
Trout Shoe, or otherwise known as Edward. I would run as sure. soon as I heard that name. Yeah, I'd go with Edward. Yeah, there's nothing yeah. good about that. I believe the man was a Gandhi dancer. <laughs> he might have been a Gandhi dancer. Dude, there is a, a YouTube video on oh, Gandhi dancers. dancers. Yeah, it is amazing. That, they worked, really. I didn't realize how hard that job was. But Dancing? Anyway. Did no, they, no, no, no. They didn't. Did they they no, they're working. They 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 put um, um, rods under railroad tracks to clean up, and 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 they you know they they yeah. they pump on the line. They they sing while they're doing it. It's what they call gandy dancing. But do they ever sing as rain and men? Uh, Hallelujah, and man. Hallelujah. But um, it looked like a, it looked like hard work to me. Please don't do that anymore. <clears throat> yeah. So anyway, uh, back to um, Zona. Uh, so Zona meets this drifter, uh, Edward, we'll just say Edward Shue, and um, Shue had just moved to Greenbrier County in search of a new life um, and found work as a blacksmith. She worked at um, uh, in a shop owned by a guy named of ja- James Crookshanks, who's really not important to this story at all, so I don't even know why I mentioned his name. But Zona... Uh, met Shu not long after his arrival in town, and the two she uh, show him around. Yeah, and they show two, him a good time. The two fell. The two fell in love, and they were soon married. Now, I'm guessing she's taken anything that comes along. Because back in those days, you have a child out of wedlock. It was pretty tough to probably find someone. Well, and just think now, you're on Match.com back in the old days, right? Yeah, and uh, this, here's what she got to offer. Yeah. I'm a blacksmith, and I got an illegitimate child. No, she wasn't the blacksmith. She was a blacksmith. <laughs> he was a blacksmith. Oh, what was? No, he he was a drifter. The he was a drifting blacksmith. No, no, no. She was. Tell me again how I'm not paying attention to this story. <laughs> yeah. I okay, no, no, no. She pounded stuff. No, no, no. She was not. She wasn't. She was a pounder. No, she was a very. She was a. I assume a very nice lady who had a child, a child out of wedlock, but she meets this drifter, uh, Edward Shue, who came to work and uh, who came to town, and he, he got a job at the blacksmith uh, as a blacksmith working for James Crookshank, who again I don't know why we even reference his name because he's not important to the story, but anyway, he feels he's important. Zona, Z- Zona meets uh, Shue, and they fought the two fall in love, and they're well. soon. Are they madly in love? When has a woman ever met a shoe she didn't like? <laughs> good wow. point. Good point. <laughs> you come up with that on your own? That's it. No, he makes a good point. But anyway, she loved she loved him and um but uh, they got married, but uh Zona's mom, Mary uh Jane Hester, mm-hmm. she was not too thrilled about um the the marriage. She didn't like Mr. Shoe. She took an instant dislike to him, and she uh, objected to them getting married. But the two were madly in love. Madly. Madly in love. So they got married anyway. So Elva, uh, Zona Hester, marries Edward Shue, and that's where the shenanigans starts. So many shenanigans. Shenanigans. No. So who is going to tell us about what happens next? Chuck. Okay, let's try this again. Chuck, why don't you tell us about the murder? Well, there was a murder. And it was married for a short time. Yes. <laughs> oh, shit. And this, 
<laughs> okay. They, <laughs> Do you two want to relax just a little bit now? <laughs> okay, so uh, I mean, we jump straight from Mr. They got married to he killed. Her. <laughs> it was basically what That's happened. That's true. That's solid. So, Mr. And Mrs. Shu peacefully for a short time. Okay, um, but on January twenty third, eighteen ninety seven, this this young boy comes in. He'd been dispatched to the shoe house on an errand. Okay. Now, this boy finds Zona's body laying on the foot of the stairs, stretched out with her feet together and one hand on her stomach. Boy goes and gets his mama. She calls the local doctor and the coroner, George Knapp. And the doctor said... Knapp didn't arrive for, yeah, an hour. Um, You say this is is 1897, right? 1897. So this is less than a year after they met, fell in love, and got married. It's really early in. My guess is she was kind of a... She was she was a nagging. Well, go go ahead. Yeah, this is a honeymoon period. That yeah, is I mean, so awful. What? Let's go she back to the story. Well, I don't know. Maybe she couldn't cook. Her. Maybe she couldn't. You know. I yeah. mean, I don't know. Okay, so they found her body. Right? They found her body. Well, yeah, she got married less than a year later. She dead. So she wasn't the greatest wife in the world. Yeah, obviously, obviously that I don't would be know her why. fault. She got, she got off to a rough start. She sucks. So, yeah. So anyway, but anyway, the, the young boy finds her. Uh, they send for nap. Um, he doesn't get there for about an hour, but before he gets there, shoe, he carries his body, his wife's body upstairs, lays her out on the bed, and he uh, he uh, undressed her and dressed the corpse himself. Now this is kind of unusual. As so he was the a- job of washing and preparing the body for a burial would be the undertaker by the women in the community. Undertaken by the women in the community. Yeah, so it was uh, typically something you would wait and someone else would do, not the the spouse. Right, and it could have been he wanted last, one last shot at her before the rigor mortis. Uh, <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I don't know. I would yeah. not say that at well, all. Well, I mean, she was still warm. Not out loud. She was still warm. No, no, that's not good, dude. Who knows why he took her upstairs and undressed her? Okay, I mean, go really continue. Continue to take a woman upstairs. Well, I think there's other reasons involved in this. Okay. Go ahead. So anyway, this as I said, this is very you unusual. Trouble. <laughs> Tim <Timmy> getting <laughs> aggravated. Right now, um, actually, I'm reading my news feed. Go, go right ahead. <laughs> so Shu brings her up there and dresses her in a high neck dress, long neck, like a you know Count Dracula, protect her from Count Dracula with a stiff collar. Oh, that's sweet. Did he put a cameo, uh, like a pin on her uh, collar? Yeah, he, he put something a veil over yeah. her face. Yeah, something was amiss. Something might have been amiss, and he buttoned them all together with a cameo. Um, and he remained by a corpse while Dr. Knapp examined it. Okay. Cradling his wife's head, sobbing. So he's kind of keeping the doctor kind of what from doing his job. Yeah. Yeah. So Knapp, he notices that the husband's grief, and he, not wanting to upset the husband, gave the body only a brief examination, noticing a little bit bruising on the neck. When he tried to look closer... Shoe got so violent with the man that uh, Nap said, "Well, hell with it. She dead. They ain't gonna learn nothing. So he wanted to just get the hell out of there." Yeah. Well, so the doctors sense. like thinking, "Well, he's in, he's in he's in grief and he's in he's in mourning." So yeah, it gives a kind of looks over over and says, "Okay." Uh, now here's you. what I like about this whole thing. Yeah. Her cause of death was listed as everlasting faint. You gotta be careful with that. Well, what is I, everlasting? It creeps up on you. Is it like everlasting vapors? And then you maybe you get the everlasting vapors, and you, then you faint, and you got the everlasting faint. What the hell is that? Even? And you never wake up. 
You never went. It's like Cinderella. Somebody got to come along and kiss you. That's it's what like she a, was trying everlasting to do. Fame. It's like That's everlasting fame. It's like everlasting nap. It's a dirt nap. But then it was later listed as changed to childbirth. Apparently, she was pregnant. Childbirth. Yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, you're right. Changed to you're right. Where was nap. the baby? <laughs> nap had been treating her now. Yeah. So again, we're going back. Nap had been treating her for female trouble. Oh, air quotes. For two weeks prior air to death. Yeah. So whether she was pregnant or not is unknown. But and, and well, it can't again, be unknown. I'm going well, back to this. You got her. You got her reputation. You're going by. She's she she had a child out of wedlock. Her reputation is that she's a dirty whore. <laughs> Well, I wasn't going to use I'm those saying, terms. They've been married less than a year. She got female. Now, you know, Timmy, you know. Yeah. And you women on the panel, maybe you want to chime in here. God. But you know when you get some female trouble, your attitude goes straight to hell. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't nobody want to be around a woman got female trouble. Nobody. So right. she probably killed her. So, so you think she's, she may be having some sort of... Um, uh, they didn't have Reese cups back then, did they? Yeah, so you, maybe uh, some PMS or something, and something like that. Yeah, PMS. I didn't know it could wipe you out, but I guess it could if you could piss off your husband. You know. Oh, it got her. But anyway, okay. So the doctor doesn't so do a thorough. Doesn't yeah, really do a thorough. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. You know, it was female trouble. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, Zorna's parents were were informed of her death, and Mary Jane Hester is reported to say, that devil has killed her. Yeah, she expected. She, she suspected the husband yeah, alone. She did not like. She didn't trust all. a Gandy dancer. We don't no. know he was a Gandy dancer per se. He was a drifter. He was a drifter. Now, Maybe is, she said, "Hold me closer, Gandy dancer." <laughs> this <laughs> is going to get a little bit interesting. Yeah, um, Zona is going to be buried on January twenty fourth. Now at the local cemetery. Well, the ground was hard. Yeah. It's it's cold. It's cold. The ground has to be hard during that during that time of the well, year. You got to dig harder. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Brandy, what what happened with the burial there? Yeah. So she was buried on January twenty fourth, eighteen ninety seven, in a local cemetery that's now known as the Soul Chapel Methodist Cemetery. 
Uh, he sh- Shu showed this great devotion toward the body, um, kept a vigil at the head of her open coffin. Um, the body was laid out at Hester's house, but soon his behavior kind of began to arouse suspicion. Because he wouldn't, he wouldn't like to let no one know the body, <laughs> right? Right. right. Uh, during this, during the wake, um, his grief changed repeatedly from overwhelming sadness to incredible energy. He didn't. You're right, Timmy. Didn't let anybody come near uh, the coffin, uh, especially while he was placing the pillow on one side of her head and a rolled up sheet on the other. Uh, he explained these additions by saying they would help his wife rest easier. He also tied a large scarf at the corpse's neck, explaining tearfully that it had been Zona's favorite. When it came time to move the corpse to the cemetery, though, several people several people noticed there seemed to be a strange looseness to Zona's head. <laughs> it was down by her feet, so they noticed that. It was crazy. What? You know, I wonder, I bet he didn't allow them to do any post-mortem for talk photos. You know how they do back in the day, they take pictures oh, of the yeah, dead people. Please don't yeah. take pictures of me if I'm done. Um, I'm, I'm going to do that. <laughs> okay. We're going to put a little party hat on your head. Okay, well, we'll I really hope I don't eight. die soon. We'll put you at a bar. Yeah, we'll be at a bar on a bar table. You know what we're going to here, do? Here is, your, here is some a comforting thought for you. We'll all be dead before you will be. Well, we don't know that. The girl girl likes you, I mean, yeah. <laughs> don't say that. She's gonna. She's gonna. She's gonna live to be. She's gonna live to be thirty. Run me. Run you. Run Timo. Or is she liable to do anything? I have never had a ticket. Yeah, that's not true. No, that's not. That's I've not never crazy. been in an accident. Crazy to say. Okay. She's gonna live to be at least thirty. Go ahead, Brandon. Okay. So for her part, Mary Jane Hester was convinced that her son-in-law murdered his wife, and after the wake, she removed the sheet from inside the coffin and tried to give it back to him, but he didn't want any part of it. Um. She kind of noticed a weird smell about it on it. Yeah, it might which, be of the corpse. Yeah, it might be a dead person, but you know, whatever. So she washed it. Sort of like Chuck's fish when he came in from very <laughs> long know. weekend. Yeah, that stuff ain't funny at all. It's, it's, it's freaking hilarious. So <laughs> I'm glad you guys are enjoying a dead fish. <laughs> what was its name? Spike. Death surrounds what you. Mean, what was his name? Spike. <laughs> How the hell you not even know my fish? Death name? surrounds you, dude. For real. Yeah. yeah. Really does. The Grim Reaper walk like two feet from you. Evidently. So I'm not even going to call you. I'm not going to call you my friend anymore. <laughs> we're, we're more associates. Because, yeah. So anyway. Death is his companion. Yeah. Oh, no. So she washed the sheet. And the water in the basin turned red when she put the sheet in. So obviously there was some blood or something. Uh, the sheet turned pink and the water cleared. Oh, the sheet then turned pink and the water cleared out. The water cleared. Uh, but the stain could not be removed, and Miss Hester interpreted that as a sign that Zona had been murdered. It could also have been the sign that he really didn't have really good wash, dishwashing yeah, detergent so, or yeah. back in the day. So she started praying, and every night for four weeks she kept praying, hoping that Zona would return to her to explain what had happened. You should try that with Spike. Oh, yeah. Spike, gone. Uh, give me a moment. Spike, can you hear me? So, are you there? We need to have a seance. Are you there, Spike? It's me, Chuck. We need need a seance for Spike. It's me. All right. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Brandy. So. What the hell wrong with you? According according to local legend, Zona appeared to her mother in a dream four weeks after the funeral. She said that Shu was a cruel man who abused her and who had attacked her in a fit of rage when he believed she she had cooked no meat for dinner. 
<laughs> Where that bitch? <laughs> that bitch wish she cook green beans or something. I don't know. Ain't nothing like coming home. So probably she was trying for him to be healthier. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she probably he probably had a, a couple of hamburger buns with nothing. Pickles and onions, but no yeah. meat, no stuff ain't gonna fly. No beef. Maybe she, she had the sandwich fixings, but she didn't have. It was like, where's the beef? Where she may have tried tofu. She may have been trying. Oh. She may have been trying to help him out. Oh, yeah. All right. So anyway, uh, she, the ghost appears and to the ghost her mom. Appears because she hadn't cooked meat for dinner. He and be, because she hadn't cooked meat for dinner, he broke her. He he broke her neck. You know what I don't like about ghosts? They always show up unannounced. They do. No, so, she was an owl. She asked. She was praying for her to come. Yeah, he but broke her neck. So to wonder what this, he would have done if she hadn't prepared any dinner at all. Oh, God. <laughs> they never found her. So to prove this, according to Mary Jane Hester, to prove this. Should have went to La Rose's, man. The ghost turned her head around till it was facing backwards. Oh, so she did like a Rosemary Babies type. Or she did exorcist. like an exorcist kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. So. Supposedly, the ghost appeared first as a bright light, gradually taking form and filling the room with a chill. She is said to have visited Miss Hester, Mrs. Hester over the course of four nights. So for four nights, this bitch keeps showing up at her house, taking her head off. I'd say, okay, I got you know, after the second night. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. You got to give me a minute. I got it. Give me a second to you do know, something. Show up at the prosecutor's house. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, go, go ahead. Okay, so yeah. her mom, her mom is now motivated to yeah, get so this guy. So for four nights, for four nights, this chick shows up. Like I said, at her mom's house, taking her head off and spinning it around like a Harlem Globetrotter. <laughs> 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 Check this out. <laughs> Did the ghost talk to her? Yes. What did I say? He, he didn't cook meat. She didn't cook meat. Oh. No one reads this shit, do they? No. <laughs> really? It's she, a story. She, Topic of the podcast. She said that she was a cruel man who abused her and attacked her for not cooking wait meat. Minute, wait a minute. Do I, do, do I not send you all links to these stories before we podcast? Can't have any pudding if you don't eat your meat. We have a caller. Uh, we do have a caller. <laughs> Okay, so the caller was uh, <laughs> the caller was apparently uh, it was the ghost. It was, it was ghost. Zona, Zona, or it could have been Spike. It might have been Spike. We the, asked him where he was. Yeah, oh. well, I don't know if he can dial. dial a phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe voice actor. No, no, you know what he Actually, does? He, he hits left, it with his head. He left me <laughs> a text. He sent me a text message ten times. <laughs> ten times. He said for all all you guys to go fuck yourself. All right. He okay. Said, you need to grieve him. Okay, let's, let's get back to the story. So now um, uh, Zona m- meets, uh, just to recap briefly, <laughs> Zona. You okay there? <laughs> I didn't do anything. I don't know what happened. Zona, Zona meets uh, this um, Mr. Shoe, Edward Shoe, a drifter. Why they, are you recapping? <laughs> they're getting married because I'm totally lost. And so uh, she, Edward Shue and Zona get married. We start now. <laughs> In less than a year, Zona is uh, appears dead. She's dead at 4 o'clock. Dead at 4 o'clock. And, she um, <laughs> not a hot dog. Not, I'm going to twist your head off. Not a Vienna sausage. <laughs> Uh, a vaina. <laughs> he would have probably he, he would he would have accepted bologna probably. I mean, 
Some bacon. Yeah, some Spam, bacon. if nothing else. Even some ghetto, maybe. Yeah. Because yeah, it got a little bit of meat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Can I get a sausage? Let's not get bacon. <laughs> okay. So she doesn't, she doesn't provide any meat. Then she shows up dead. Uh, her husband, uh, Edward, is it Edward? Edward Shue is acting very weird. Because um, <laughs> it's and, awesome. So, because I'm lost. And then uh, the, after she dies, the ghost of uh, uh, Zona shows up at her mom's house to convince her that Edward was the one who who actually killed her because she did not provide any. She didn't. Um, Is this a two part series and we're going over the first part? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to help the, the listeners stay focused. They are. Oh, they're focused. So, they're focused. Okay. So many things happen next. There's still the autopsy and the trial. Okay. So she goes to the prosecutors mm-hmm. and she says, Hey, Mr. Prosecutor. Yep. My daughter keeps showing, bitch keeps showing at my house yeah, at no I can't sleep. She's saying all this crazy shit. Can you please look into this for me? Yeah, okay, go ahead. So he, you know, doesn't really quite believe her story. Right. But he did have enough doubt um, that he dispatches deputies to re-interview people. There's a lot um, of dispatching in this story. So yes. Dispatching. <laughs> yes, and de- detaching. So they they re-interview several people, including Dr. Nat, um, and numerous people are suggesting that she had been murdered. Um, so Preston dun, dun, dun. himself went to speak to Dr. Knapp, who stated that he had who not is Preston. Yeah, who is Preston, Preston is the, the prosecutor. It sounds okay. like a shitty name. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Actually, it's pretty progressive for the time, I think of Preston. Typically, it's I think Preston is possibly one of the people who would celebrate the su- new Supreme Court rule. <laughs> no, I think of Preston Gomez. I see that. He was no, baseball I manager. Of, I think of Preston as walking down the street holding hands with somebody. We digress. All right, go ahead. So Preston admitted that, or I'm sorry, Dr. Knapp admitted that he had not made a complete examination of the body. Yeah, he kind of skimmed over it. So that's screwed. That's weird. My bad, dog. Yeah. Um, So. You know, you wonder how many people actually are murdered at the, that the coroner just kind of gives them the once over and just, you know, close the books on them. I bet it happens. Yeah, I bet it happens. I mean, I know. Especially back in there. I know of at least three myself. So then um, he, did a full, he did a full examination on February 22nd, So they, they, dug her, they dug her up. Yep. Yep. And, um, sh- uh, sh- shoe? Shoe? Yeah. Shoe. Okay. I always want to, I look at that and I want to say something different. It's yeah. No, it's shoe. shoe. It's uh, Edward Shoe. So Shoe had, um, admitted that he knew he would be arrested but said that no one would be able to prove his guilt. You know what was weird? They made him sit through the autopsy. Yes, that was the next thing. Yeah. Yes, and he they did said have it, they to said sit that they that the Mexican has to sit through the autopsy. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that suck? They were trying to get him. I've never heard of anybody having to yeah, sit through an apparent, autopsy. Yeah, but apparently it was the law at that point that he that, had to. That's Mexican. weird. But it had lasted three hours, and they found out that um, Zona's neck had definitely been broken. I mean, wouldn't you hate to have to sit there while they cut up your... That would be horrible. Yeah. yeah. I, well, you would think. I'm pretty sure he didn't care. Well, no, but I mean, he, but I mean, if, if you were innocent. Yeah, but you can, like, look at a person and probably <laughs> <Gave him> <laughs> tell if, if they had something to do it with it. gave him meat. 
He's happy. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! Did he, yeah. did he eat a hot dog while he was watching? Exactly. It? I think okay. he had a hot dog. Go ahead. Push around me, Sam. So also according to the report, the discovery was made that the neck was broken and the windpipe was mashed. Okay, just as we all suspected when we were telling the story. So she, it turns out, there was some foul play. Yeah, absolutely. And he was the prime suspect. Yes, absolutely. Did they do do the little kid thing? Because I believe, I still believe there was some shenanigans going on in the bedroom. A rape kit? Possibly, I'm just saying. There could have been. There could have been. That's not part of the story. It's not. Take the woman up there and undress her. He was trying to move the process along. Okay. He didn't want someone else to if come in. Me, he was covering don't up. Let yeah. Jimmy take me somewhere and undress me. Nobody's going to undress I hope you. nobody does it. Believe that. Rest easy. Yes. So, um, that won't so, so, Mr. Shu is then arrested, right? Yes. yes. Charged with the murder of his wife. Yes, and so what happens at trial? So he was held um, in the Lewisburg jail awaiting trial. Um, he had been married twice before. His first marriage ended in divorce with his uh, wife accusing him of great cruelty. So some dirt starting to come out. He yes. was married twice before. His first wife claimed he was uh, abusive. Yep, yep. And his like second me. wife died under um, mysterious circumstances less than a year after they were married. Um, Zona, his third wife, and she began wishing... Um, to wed seven women, so was he interested? Yeah, in- he wanted. He he told someone in the uh, uh, while he was in uh, the jail that his goal was to m- get married seven times. Wow. Oh, I don't know why. Maybe that's like a free for, thing. He's looking for someone. I want to marry seven women, kill me. seven women. I don't know. I don't know. Um, he was he- a serial mar- uh, marrier and a serial killer. Okay. No, but I'm just no. making that up. Well, as far as we know, he only killed one. Yes. Yeah. So but his first wife, his second wife died under mysterious circumstances. Yeah. So that gives them it's, suspicion about yeah, the third. Yeah. Probable cause. But if weird. death is a mystery, don't we all die under mysterious We do. Sort right. of. Okay. He told reporters that he was sure he would be let free because there was little evidence against him. The trial began on June 22nd, 1897. In um, Maine, Mary Jane Hester was Preston's uh, star witness. The prosecutor confirmed his questioning uh, to the known fact of the case, skirting the issue of her ghostly sightings. Yeah, they didn't. The prosecutor isn't the one that introduced the testimony of the ghost. Right. Right. Um, that was done by the defense attorney. Right. Yeah. Because he was going after the credibility Johnny of, of uh, Miss Hester. Right. He yes. Was, yes. So perhaps um, hoping to prove her unreliable. Uh, Sue's lawyer questioned Miss Hester extensively about her daughter's visit on cross-examination. The tactic backfired when Miss Hester would not waver her account despite intense badgering. And the uh, defense attorney forgot he was in West Virginia, apparently, where people would believe that kind of story. Oh, hmm. I'm just saying. So we're doing that. I'm just saying. As the defense introduced this, she. It's the almost judge, heaven. The judge found it difficult to uh, instruct the jury to disregard the story of the ghost, so many people in the community seemed to believe it. Consequently, Sue was found guilty of murder on July 11th and sentenced to life in prison. Yeah, and... um, Could I first apologize to the people of West Virginia? I I love West Virginia. It's almost heaven. I'm going to be down there on the campaign trail here. Is West Virginia for lovers? 
It is for lovers. That's Virginia. West, Virginia. Virginia is for lovers. Uh, Virginia. West Virginia is for uh, it's yeah. for lovers cousins. too. Let's lovers, not. But they can be your brother, sister, and cousins. Yeah, West Virginia is for people who serve meat. Yeah, evidently. So anyway, um, the 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 local folks went crazy, and um, they wanted to. Uh, they did, they wasn't happy with the. Um, they wanted to draw and quarter. Yeah, they wasn't happy with the license, so they they were going to. Um, um, pull him out of the county jail and um, lynch him. But uh, so they moved uh, Mr. Shue um, to Edward Shue to the West Virginia State Penitentiary in Moundsville, um, where he served out the rest of his uh, sentence. He only lived for three more years. He died on March 13, 1900. Um, he, uh, there was a uh, epidemic, epidemic of uh, measles and mumps break out inside the prison and um, he caught one or the other or both. Measles and what? Mumps. 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 Yeah. Shitty way to die. Yeah. You know he died of uh, he died of pneumonia, but it was yeah. due to those um, uh, either one of those. Uh, there was two major epidemics breaking out, so he could have caught either two or. Of those what? What was what was that? Epidemic. It was an epidemic of either measles or yeah, and mumps. Right. You know what his last was, Roy? Screw you, Jenny McCarthy. I don't think that's true. I don't think so. Anyway, his last words were "Give me a steak." (laughs) He was buried in an unmarked grave at the local cemetery. Um, Mrs. Hester, the mom who testified, she um, she stuck by her story. She never recanted the story about her daughter's ghost, and then she died herself in in September of 1916. As for Zona, did she um, come back? No, Zona is dead. Zona is uh, remains dead, and her ghost has never been seen again. So, interesting enough. Um, but, you know, just so you don't think that we are just making up shit. Um, the state of West Virginia has erected a state historical marker. You said erected. Yeah. Uh, the state of West Virginia erected a state historical marker near the cemetery in which uh, Zona Shoe is buried. And it reads as follows. I should have you read this, Colonel, but I'll read it. Don't tell him that. Interred in nearby cemetery is Zona Hester Shue. Her death in 1897 was presumed natural until her spirit appeared to her mother to describe how she was killed by her husband, Edward. Autopsy on exhumed body verified the apparition's account. Edward was found guilty of murder and was sentenced to the state prison. This is the only known case in which testimony from a ghost helped convict a murderer. So, how cool is that story? Okay, so pretty cool story, everyone. You like it? Super cool. Okay, shout out to Scott. Any other shout outs? Hey, Scott. Hey, Scott. Okay, thank you all, and join us again next time on History Dweeb. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.